Hi everyone and welcome to Lead Differently with Governor Akinlabi. Such a pleasure to be able to, uh, uh, you know, just share knowledge with you today that I believe can lead to your radical transformation. The goal is to uh, guide you to becoming a more authentic leader. And I'm just going to be, you know, talking briefly on what I've tied to the eating power of authentic leadership, vulnerability. Vulnerability, the hidden power of authentic leadership. You know, it's important to lead from the place of authenticity, where your goal is to be an authentic person, not, not a fake person. It's good to be a role model, it's good to be somebody that people look up to, but when they meet you up close, when uh, they connect with you physically or through your materials, uh, the, the experience should be the same uh, with the people that you lead directly, the people who work with you on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, leadership, leadership has been postured, you know, in time past with a leader that has this trait of larger-than-life persona, strength, decisiveness, unwavering confidence, a leader that will not buckle or budge under pressure, you know, the tough guy, the, the strong guy, indomitable, you know, indefatigable, all kinds of things. And you know, leaders love it when you are described like that. We've been in a place where they're reading your bio and they're talking about all your achievements and the fact that you are a go-getter, pioneer, all that. You know, your head starts to swell and you, you feel that's what it takes to be a leader. But the important thing is that in our quest for, uh, for excellence, uh, we must uh, be, be careful not to overlook the power of vulnerability. In our quest for positioning and uh, you know, just uh, becoming the big leader that everybody respects, we must not trade off the power of vulnerability. I know you want to be respected as a leader, and many people think uh, that when you demonstrate certain level of authenticity of vulnerability, people may start to disrespect you. At least now, they now see that you're not a superhuman at the end of the day. <laughs> you also have your faults, you have your failings and your weaknesses. Uh, but the, the truth is that demonstrating your authenticity uh, will buy you trust. It will inspire trust in the people that you lead. You know, we, we, you and I have to uh, see things from a slightly different perspective. If you want to lead differently and you want to lead for the long haul and you want to leave a legacy behind, then you must change your mind about the, the superhuman perspective to leadership. Uh, in a world that, you know, uh, that increasingly values transparency and authenticity, leaders who can display vulnerability uh, will become relatable, trustworthy, and inspiring figures in our society. Uh, you know, many people came and left, and after they had gone, their legacy did not endure because people started to uncover their failings and you know, their unspoken proclivities uh, that just reduced their legacy to nothing. But whilst they were alive, if they had front-loaded some of you know, their, their, their weaknesses in their talks. I mean, I love, let me give you a good example of what I'm talking about. Um, uh, the, 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 as, as a pastor and as a minister, I've had to read a lot of the books of a man, the man called David Yonggi Cho, one time the pastor of the largest church in the world. 
He passed away a couple of years ago after, you know, meritorious service in the kingdom of God, building the largest church in the world at a point in time. Over a million people gather on Sunday mornings for this guy to lead them. But when you read his books, he will talk to you about when he was confused. He will talk to you about when he was having, you know, his marriage was very tough. He will talk to you about his disappointment. He will talk to you about when leaders left his church and their ministry because they refused to believe in him or because of something uh, that he himself was struggling with but that God told him to do and he decided to do. And he will say, look, I'm doing it because God told me to do it, not because I want to be popular, not because I want to be this or that. But today, not many leaders are willing to put their reputation, put their life on the line just to show that they are authentic, just to show, uh, you know, that they, they are real and, they, they, you know, and they, they're not different from any other person. It's just the knowledge, the wisdom, the skill you have developed and the opportunities that you have been given to lead. Uh, in many teams, leaders must show that they are just, uh, um, you know, they're not necessarily the best amongst equal. It's just an opportunity to lead people who sometimes may have equal amount of skill, or I mean, or, or skill level that, that, that may have uh, the same amount of exposure or, uh, um, uh, you know, what we ask for when we're hiring people, do you have experience? Uh, the same amount of experience, you may be hired the same day with somebody and you have to lead them at work. Then what do you do? You, you cannot stay on that superhuman, superhero side. You will lose the power of connection with them. You will lose, you know, uh, collaboration. Your team will start to lose creativity when they feel that you're talking down at them and you're looking down at them. You would not be able uh, you know, to curry their loyalty if you are uh, the, in a special class of human and everybody has to bow to you, everybody has to be subservient to you. But when uh, you create an atmosphere of connection, you know, an atmosphere that can foster vulnerability, your leadership gets better. Let me give you some examples of how you can leverage the power of vulnerability as you lead. One, show empathy. Kindness and tolerance will never go out of fashion and genuinely care about people and what goes on around them. It's important that people know that you have their best interests at heart. And that's how we show vulnerability. Another way is to share personal stories. Yeah, personal stories. Demonstrate to people that what they are going through is not, you know, is not alien to you. you. You have been there, especially if you have been there. How do you really mentor people if you don't share your stories? How do you lead people if you don't give your examples? This was how I overcame this. Oh, I used to be afraid of this as well. I thought I was going to fail at this, but as I put my best foot forward and I got this, you know, this mentoring from this person, this advice from this person, I read this book and this was what I got from this book and I can, you know, you can also read this book and get something from this book and then you can move forward. Also admit mistakes, that's another thing. Leaders think that if we admit that we're not strong enough, if we admit that uh, we're weak in certain areas, if we admit and, you know, and genuinely uh, accept that we actually made a mistake, that it will, it will reduce, uh, you know, our 
um, how do I put it now? It, it will reduce uh, how people refer us or, you, you know, or respect us and all that. But the truth is that sometimes some, these are the things that you know, just buy you space, some good space in the heart of people. And people start to trust you. They know that you didn't drop from anywhere, from heaven or whatever, that you also went through a process and you have learned. Another thing I would love to add to that is ask for help. People love it when they feel needed. On a team, if everybody feels you can do everything by yourself, they don't, you don't need them, uh, they don't feel needed, uh, they, they start to disconnect. A vulnerable leader is the one that asks for help when he needs help because you are not good at everything. Yeah. You, you maximize your strength when you focus on the areas that you are good and delegate the areas where you need help. Be, be kind to yourself by asking for help. It will buy you some good level of loyalty. Encourage feedback. That's another thing. Uh, you know, Ken Blanchard, the man who wrote, uh, 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 in collaboration with Spencer Johnson, wrote uh, the one-minute manager, uh, he said feedback is the uh, breakfast of champions. <laughs> if you want to be a champion, you must love feedback. You must love to consume feedback. I understand that sometimes feedback can, you know, jack you or jolt you back to life to see that, look, am I this naked? <laughs> I remember when somebody gave me uh, feedback once after I finished speaking, you know, at an event. One was that I didn't keep to time. Two was that, uh, um, you know, I, I, I actually pronounced some words incorrectly uh, and a few other things. And I left there thinking, God, man, when are you going to really start? Because it looks like you're still warming up. This is not how people live. This is not how people talk. This is not how public speakers behave. You know, people can't be marking you down like this. But at the same time, I took it in my stride afterwards to say, but if I did not get this feedback, how would I know which area to improve on? And, you know, it's so true that you can only improve when you take feedback kindly. But you have to be intentional. Who are the people around you who can give you real feedback? You know, there's a way a leader can position yourself. You are the champion amongst your people. You can never go wrong. So even when you are failing, when you are messing, messing around, uh, people will not be able to give you the feedback because everybody is afraid of you. And that's not how to lead authentically. Authentic leadership will demonstrate vulnerability by giving people permission to give you feedback. Good feedback is what leads to your radical improvement. Let me add one more to it. Be authentic and lead by example. The best way to, to, you know, to entrench any culture within an organization is to be the culture. Lead by example. The culture of vulnerability can be entrenched in your organization, in your team, when you choose to just lead by example. If you are vulnerable, you share your story. Other people are encouraged to share their own story. I remember I was leading a team at one point. We were all men in that team. And uh, there was an elephant in the room. And that was that uh, these were single guys who really sometimes uh, feel a lot of temptation <laughs> because it was like a boys only environment. And one day I decided as a leader just to share my temptations especially with the opposite sex and how I've been able to overcome it. And it melted the room. The atmosphere changed. Everybody started talking. Yeah, 
Somebody said, oh, uh, you know, this was uh, why this relationship failed, just because I couldn't, you know, handle this and all that. And I, just because I gave my own example. So showing vulnerability by embracing your humanity is a source of strength, is not a weakness. And the people you lead will connect with you better and will draw inspiration from your humanity to propel them to greatness. That's why you must continue to celebrate vulnerability, uh, demonstrate vulnerability, embody it, and uh, you know, be a good example of a vulnerable leader. And before you know it, you buy yourself a very high level of trust and loyalty. And instead of people disdaining your leadership, they will celebrate your leadership and you will leave a great legacy as a leader. Thank you for listening.